This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the World Football Show, brought to you by the Betting Weekly Extra Time duo of myself, Steve Wiss, and the mighty RJ from the app Because We Win team. How are you doing, RJ? I know you've been away for a few days this week. I hope you're nicely refreshed. Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely refreshed, Steve. Um, much needed little getaway in a little island off the coast of, of Rhode Island, actually. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to, to getting back into the swing, working on some some magic around the world with you. I know we had a good week last week, uh, good showing overall. So uh, just, yeah, looking forward to to hitting some some totals. Um, I know we got a few different plays lined up, so ready, ready to rock with you, man. Yeah, like you said, we did have a solid week. Both of us were in profits. We are now up to 1.19 units in profit from two shows. And the yield is already up near 12%. Um, It was two out of three winners for me. The old meatloaf reared its uh, head. Two out of three ain't bad, I always say, RJ. Uh, You were in profit as well, thanks to a delayed match in Uruguay. Um, Incredibly, the club president actually died of yeah. national uh so it got put back a few days and uh, the players delivered so uh extreme circumstances there but we, we we'll take that profit and move on yes we will yeah that was a nice uh, i think the final score was four four one there um but yeah there was i know that down in south america right in a lot of a lot of countries the teams they mourn the president they do a little uh period mm-hmm. of mourning as you stated so uh it certainly worked out the players delivered uh, and they uh gave a sh- good showing for the uh, fallen president, if you will. I, I quite like it, I must say. I think if you look at football culture, <clears throat> soccer culture around the world, um, Africa as well are similar to this. Um, Asia have their own terms. And, you know, in Europe, it seems to be like two minutes silence, doesn't it? And that's it and get on with it. But see, mm. they do a great job down South America, sort of mourning their icons and presence. So, um, you know, um, commiserations to, for, to their loss but uh, well done on a great performance to Nationale down there in Uruguay uh, let's uh, start this show off then uh, we've got five different picks from five different leagues uh, this week um, I'll start things off in Sweden we've got a match in Alsvenskan on Saturday um, roughly around midday eastern time yep. um, I think it actually might be half past 11 eastern time in the morning uh, Bromma Poikin, a bit of a mouthful of a pronunciation. This uh, team, a lot just kind of uh, call them BP mm-hmm. against Degaforce. So, this is actually a battle between newly promoted side Bromma Poikin, who've done well this year, um, although I have lost three of the last four games. Uh, the bet is the pick, sorry, is going to be for me. The Bromma Poikin, a team total goals over one and a half at minus 137. It's a bit of a boring pick, I've got to be honest. So I do apologise to the listeners. Um, but I'm after winners. And 
just straightforward way to win the game. I just need two goals for Bromma Boykina against the, by far, the worst defence in Sweden this season. 36 goals they've conceded Degafors in 14 games. And I've watched them away from home. And they are, and I, I don't use this word very often, RJ, but they have been a disgrace Ooh. away from home this season. Three goals scored and 24 conceded in six games of football. They give up when they start to fall behind away from home. They just give up. So I, I think ev- this is almost an automatic bet on every single team at home against Degafors and until they start, you know, improving themselves and actually showing a willingness to, to, to fight hard. And um, Bromma Poikin, to their credit, they've had six wins this season. They have scored at least two goals on, I think, six different occasions this season. Um, uh, they say they have lost over the last four, but I've got to take this against a shambolic defence. Yeah, I, I can't disagree here. I, by the way, great uh, work on the pronunciation there, Steve. I think that was a commendable job. I would, I would probably not come out that clean. Um, and as you stated, I mean, the, the Gerfers are they are a disgrace. Um, they certainly, uh, they have put up goals, uh, but but when they play, even they they played uh, Gotberg, right? Uh, uh, Gotberg, uh, the the. I think second to last place, a 15th spot in the uh, Svenskin league. Uh, and they lost 6-0, right? Hacken put up six. Malmo, obviously a side who's typically at the top of this league, put up five. So they've allowed at least two goals in every road match. They've allowed four on average. Um, as you stated, this seems like a no-brainer. Um, what was the price, by the way, Steve, on this? Well, it's minus 137, which I think mm-hmm. is fairly decent for considering the opposition and if for those who are braver you could actually look at the 2.5 team total Mm. at i think it was plus 250 but if you were looking at that you're probably better off taking the match total over two and a half because degafors for all as bad as they are at the back they do they do get goals there is goals in degafors um but uh there's plenty against them um the other way so yeah that's the, the first pick of the show the pronunciation by the way i once happened to meet a Swedish um, tipster many years ago. Um, hmm. And uh, he, he got me in the right direction with, with Bromma Poik. And I always used to say something like Bromma Poshkana or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, something unique. Uh, it really rolls off the tongue nicely. I love uh, I love uh, pronouncing them. <laughs> I enjoy but, hearing um, it, to be honest with you, right? It's uh, These are all, these names are a little challenging for me, to be truthful. So, and I, I don't want to, disrespect uh the names or the teams so um you're helping me out too steve so it's good well i don't know them all we've got one later on which i'm still not we don't think we're either either of us are that sure about um let's move to your first pick of the of the show then rj um and this looks a big tasty one this i must say uh down in brazil syria of course is um, about what a third of the way through uh, the campaign. It's the one league actually in South America which has the conventional you play each other twice, like the Premier League, home and away, and that's it. No opening stage, closing stage, playoff thing. Um, but yeah, this is Palmeiras against Flamengo, two of the biggest teams in Brazil. And what do you like here? 
Yeah, so this one's pretty cut and dry, in, in my opinion. I think it's pretty straightforward. Um, Palmeiras at home have been incredible. They did lose to the uh, first place Botafogo on the 25th of June at home. That was their first loss. They lost 1-0. Um, but other than that, they've been dominant. Um, they put up at least two goals in, in uh, five of their seven home uh, – five of their six home matches – and they've just been brilliant. Uh, Flamengo, uh, on the other hand, have have been tremendous on the road. Other than just a poor showing against Bragatino, uh, they've scored at least three goals in three of their last four away matches. Um, and and typically, when I target totals, right, you know, I look at I, I use data, but I look at like how the sides have been performing in their respective home away spots. Um, you know, what, what kind of form are they and what kind of motivation will this team have, right? Like, and Palmeiras, for example, um, are going to be extremely motivated, right? They've played two of their last three matches on the road. They've come out with a, a draw and a loss. And then at home, they played, a, obviously, Botafogo is a top side in Serie A, and, and they lost. So Botafogo's allowed seven goals in 13 matches. So it's not a big shock that that was a low-scoring uh, affair. But this this match has has the making of goals. Palmeiras will look to get back on track, as I stated, after the two losses and a draw. And Flamengo, at least three goals in the last four road matches. They're a side that are, that are going to put up goals, right? Um, so, cut and dry here. This is this line is over 2.5. Again, I think just like the Uruguay match last week, this is a generous, this is a low total. I think it should be higher. Um, I'm actually not quite sure why it's so low. I... I, I I think the South American leagues, just because of the the nature of play, um, high card counts, things like that. I think that's why you see these totals at over two point five. But um, minus one fifteen is the price here, you know. And there's there's an interesting um, player on Palmeiras. Uh, you know, his name is Endrick. I don't know if you've heard of him, Steve. Uh, he's sixteen years old, uh, and he's getting playing time up. I think. If I'm not mistaken, I you know, don't quote me. I think he was one of the younger um, players to start in in the South American League. I mean, I could be off there, but it, it was close to it. I mean, he was born in 2004. I don't want to give ages out, but I, I think I was just graduating high school then. And uh, this guy's playing 16 years old in the top division. He's got four goals. Uh, he's been playing more recently. Uh, you know, he's not somebody that I think is gonna going to light it up but it's certainly an interesting player and i think he's been getting likes uh looks at from teams in europe and uh it could be a name to yeah come, he's actually uh real madrid have signed him um oh beautiful he will be joining real madrid july 21st 2024 you're not allowed to um leave uh have a transfer out of brazil until you're 18 i don't think so um 37.5 yeah, million euro deal um, and that is already in the bag for Real Madrid. He's, I'm not actually, I'll be honest, I've not actually seen him play. Um, I won't lie here, but apparently he is, he's something really special. I've heard about him. I haven't seen him play either, but it's, uh, I'll probably tune into this match just so I can get a look at him because it's somebody who, you know, I, I, I didn't even see that, Steve, that he was signed to Real Madrid. So that's, uh, that's not surprising though. I think, he, I, I think he was quite recent. Um, when it was uh, confirmed, uh, but uh, it, we won't be seeing him in Europe until, like I say, July 2024. So, uh, uh, the, the two teams actually most recently met in the Super Cup of Brazil in yeah. January and it 4 3 to Palmeiras that day. So, you know, that may well be 
a premonition of what's going to occur here. The overs do look good. Both teams have won this uh, Serie, a, Serie A title in Brazil in the last three or four years. So these are two big clubs, heavyweights at each other. They're going to be going hopefully end-to-end. Looks a good line, that, you know, RJ, over two yeah. and a half goals. You know, you're thinking it would normally be at least 2.75 or three even, really, on the Asian line. So, um, yeah, agreed. Looks a smart play, my friend, I must say. Um, we'll move on to one of my first of my two Norwegian plays. Um, we'll go with the more interesting match first, even though it kicks off a little bit later. Uh, Rosenborg against Lillestrom in a lead to Serian. Um, had a winner actually on this world football show with a Rosenborg over, um, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going back to that same watering hole here uh over 2.75 goals i've actually been really greedy on this one rj uh, plus 120 um you can get over two and a half at minus 108 but it's one of those where if i really do love the goals i will go a, a one line more um i know i'm guaranteed at least a half winner anyway if there, if there is three goals so I, i'm happy with that but um you, you, you might remember I was mentioning the, the managerial change at Rosenborg, how the new manager was promising a change of tactics, a change of entertainment and, and bringing That's goals. Cool. Right, it's been a disaster in his first two. Um, they've lost 3-0 and 1-0, so they haven't even scored a goal yet under this new manager, um, Svein Marlin. But they have racked up an expected goals of 4.3 in those two games. So... I mean, that's not on the manager for me. Like, like you, the manager can't put the ball in the back of the net. Um, he can do the tactics. So I'm happy that they will score goals soon. And, and the fans don't just want a win. They want to see an entertaining game of football and they want to see their team, you know, racking up a few goals. So I really like the idea of open football here. Uh, Lillestrom have been up and down since they lost the Norwegian Cup final. But they do have two of the best strikers in this league. Nigerian hitman Akor Adams is a really great talent. And also Thomas Len Olsen, for those who've been betting in Norway for years, will know that he's just a reliable, sort of consistent journeyman striker who can cause trouble. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy with the goals again for Rosenborg game. RJ, I really think that both can contribute here. Um, and I think both will want the win. So, happy to go up one bit further on the Asian goal line at plus money, plus 120. Um, and uh, if, if, if it's only three goals exactly, still will generate a nice profit. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I like that uh, thought process, Steve. I'm, I'm in a similar situation where if I look at a, a goal total and it's uh, over 2.5 is, is, you know, I'd say like minus 130. So I'll look at over 2.75. Usually it's around even money or even minus 105. Um you know, three goals get you the half a win, but you know you get a better return, right? And and that's a good, that's a good mindset. That's how I feel, and I think these two teams are due. Um, clearly, both these two teams are due for strong performances, um, and maybe finally they get some goals for that the, the new coach at Rosenborg, and uh, he you know makes makes due on his commitments, <laughs> even though he's not the one putting the ball in the back of the net. I agree, it's it's mm. gonna give soon. He needs a he needs a, a performance from his players, but you can't probably argue against the tactics if they're creating expected goals of that magnitude. It's just a matter of time before they do score goals. And yeah, yeah. in terms of the goal lines, I think it comes to what your preference is in terms of betting. 
there'll be there'll be there will be some listening out there and they'll be like yeah good on you steve for being aggressive for being like that there'll mm-hmm. be some who inevitably will be thinking you greedy whatever um, yeah, yeah. and i take it but either way it's, it's that comes down to your own betting style and that is why you know we do these shows um and you know i know there's some on the bet rivers network uh, who will always perhaps be on the conservative side mm-hmm. and that's fine that's their style um sometimes it's like in any anything in life really you've got to know when to attack and when to sort of not defend but you know i mean be be more conservative so yeah uh, be cautious hey sometimes mm. you know every like everybody else you get ebbs and flows right when you you know you have hot streaks or things are just clicking these are the type of times you want to say you know what i'm going to get a little bit greedy here i'm going to stretch it slightly um but then there's times when you you know you have poor streaks and you say all right i'm just going to play it safe maybe sometimes people limit the amount of bets they throw out but what you know you and I know this, been doing this for a little while. It's just you find what works for you, you stick with it, you stay consistent. That's the name of the game. Consistency is very important because if you start changing your approach and, and adjusting how you um, target games, that's when it could trickle down even more because you're kind of getting out of that comfort zone. Yeah, I completely agree with that one. You know? Just a reminder for the listeners, um, that is Rosenborg against Lillestrom. Mm-hmm. Over 2.75 goals at plus 120, and that is a Sunday kickoff time at 11 a.m. Eastern yes. um, in the Norwegian Elite yes. Serien. Uh, we're going to move to your second pick now. Uh, we're going down to South America again. This is Bolivia. Uh, this was a league I used to sometimes bet in on Copa Libertadores and using the altitude to my advantage. Um, oh, yes. This match on Monday... Mm-hmm. And I think this is is that 8 nine p.m. eight p.m. Eastern. Eight p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, you're good. Close, Steve, on that one. Um, you're getting I better do, with these. You get <laughs> you are getting better. Yeah. Um, and the uh, I just want to remind the viewers too. I I don't know if I mentioned it, but the the Palmares Flamingo match is on uh, Saturday at yes. eight p.m. Right. Okay. And then yeah. as you stated, this match in Bolivia, Monday evening, eight p.m. Uh, one of my favorite leagues historically in South America because it's just kind of insane um, to be truthful with you. It's just there's like journeymen from like second and third tier Argentinian leagues that are like 35 years old and they were like decent in those leagues. And then they go to Bolivia and they're like stars putting well, you know, stars from a Bolivian perspective, putting up 20, 25 goals at 36, 37 years old. Um, and uh, you know, <laughs> there certainly isn't talent that typically comes from Bolivia that plays in Europe or some of the main leagues around the world. Um, but nonetheless, it's, you know, a lot of the teams just defend poorly. Um, and it is impressive how consistent some of these players can be, especially with the altitude adjustments that these teams have to make. I mean, going from one side of Bolivia to the other, like Southern and Northern, there could be a 15,000. 18,000 foot elevation difference, right? And it's outrageous. It's, it really it's is insane. Yeah. Um, and that's why when teams go to Bolivia uh, from other parts of South America that are more lower, li- lower lying um, areas, they, they sometimes struggle. Um, but yeah, this pick stood out to me. Uh, probably one of the favorite plays that I'll have co- in this upcoming weekend into next week. Um, Potosi, Nacional Potosi versus Oriente Petrolero. I'm looking at uh, over 3.25 goals at minus 118. This league, these lines drift massively. So I would expect this line to be probably close to over four by kickoff, honestly. Um, At least over 3.75 goals. 
So, you know, the sooner you can lock this in, the better. Um, you know, the, there's a couple. The Potosi is the uh, co-leading scoring team in this division. They got 34 goals in 16 matches. Oriente Petrolero, uh, very, very poor on the road. Um, they, they allow around two goals per match, but but Potosi over the last few matches have been unbelievable at home. Um, obviously, they're sitting behind the team called the strongest, which is typically one of the stronger sides, uh, <laughs> coincidentally in Bolivia. Uh, but they're uh, they're one point behind them for the Copa uh, Libertadores spot. And over the last few matches, uh, Potosi three they put up three goals against Bolivar, who's a very 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 strong side. Maybe, maybe people know this, maybe don't. The owner of Sprint Cellular Phone. M- M- Maurice, um, Mauricio Clare, I believe his name is. He's the owner of Bolivar, right? So this is a, a, a CEO, uh, SoftBank, I believe, purchased Sprint. I'm giving a little business lesson here as well, Steve. But uh, he was uh, he put a ton of investment in Bolivar. Over the last year, the Bolivian League has kind of gone to shambles. Uh, owners and, and presidents weren't paying the players. There was a lot of strikes last year, and he kind of stepped in and is making investments in like academies for these teams, uh, facility upgrades. He's working with some of the the bigger owners, so uh, I think this league is going to get some potential, a little bit of traction from a South American perspective. But uh, yeah, it's an interesting side. They played Bolivar, like I said, they played uh, Real Tomiyapo. They beat them three one, and then their last two matches, right? Very impressive. They beat uh, Gibera six nil who typically is also a decent side. They're struggling this year. But they beat the strongest at home 6-3 to three on the 24th of June, right? Nine goals. The strongest on the road typically have very low-scoring matches. They don't concede a lot of goals. And this Potosi side was able to sneak in six. So, again, these matches can basically pop off at any point. Um, again, simple as this. It's one of my favorite matches. It's a crazy league. Um, and I think this goal total will shoot up to uh, over 3.75, maybe even four by kickoff. So try to lock this in as soon as you hear it, if you choose to get on this and you have it available. Yeah. Over 3.2. I've just been doing some research whilst we've been uh, doing this, this place. Pelosi, um, is, it's one of the highest stadiums in the world. Um, this, the city of Pelosi is at 4,000 meters above sea level which is outrageous he's higher than la paz where the like strongest 13, 12 13,000 feet yeah it's something like this it, it's incredible yeah 13,400 feet and um yeah this is yeah. i mean la paz is la paz is the highest capital city in the world and that's at 3,600 meters for those listening in europe <laughs> uh the city level at pelosi is the same height as the matterhorn in switzerland um that's just i mean that's it's um, I, I mean i was i was blowing at 2000 meters when i was in switzerland uh, a couple of weeks ago i can't imagine what it's like playing professional football at 4000 meters high um especially <laughs> in like 30 plus almost 40 years old a lot of these guys and i'm actually <sighs> also they they can fit 32000 people or approximately in this stadium um and they mm. said there there was concerns over over time of any you know, athletic activity at these elevations because of just the oxygen um, 
deprivation the concerns right you, you well, can't yeah. absorb oxygen mm-hmm. at that level as much as you can obviously to, so mm-hmm. it's it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's fascinating. And I mean, this really home team could cover the goal line all on their own, really. Um, yes. And the second half, this Oriente team, who play, by the way, at a much lower altitude, only at 400 metres, they're going to be blowing out of their asses, aren't they, here? Um, yeah, they're going to be in some trouble. <laughs> um, I'd actually also bonus play here. Um I haven't quite looked at the splits. Uh, maybe as Steve goes through, I, I will. Um, but, you know, I, I think you'll see a couple goals early in the in the first half. Mm. Um, and uh, could could be a could be a 2-3-0. First half goal half line could be worth looking at. Be- yeah. Because, you know, looking at um, looking at the numbers, you, I should expect I, I would expect at least one. Um, but, yeah, this could get out hand early. Yeah, so a reminder that Bolivia um, National Potosi against Oriente mm-hmm. Petrolero over 3.25 goals, minus 118 at the time of recording. Get on those overs um, at the altitude, the staggering altitude of 4,000 metres uh, high. So we'll finish things off. We'll go a bit uh, lower level here in Norway. And this is Obos again and the match between Orsan. And uh, Sheed, I think, is how we're going to pronounce it, uh, RJ. We're still not sure well, about that one. Well done, Steve, um, i got to tell you. But, um, this match is on Sunday. This is going to be a kickoff time at 9 a.m. Eastern. And it's a battle between the Bomb 2 in, in Obos Ligain. And I always, for those who have listened to podcasts um, on the French League I've done and also in the Europe, I do have what I call theory games. And it is when two poor teams play against each other, uh, desperate teams, especially at the bottom of the table. Even if both teams are not known for scoring goals, then I think the goals flow in these sort of games because no one wants a draw. It's three points or nothing. They just feel like they've got to beat each other because it's their best chance of a win, really. And I think this match definitely covers that bracket. But, I mean, both, to be fair, have got goals in them, especially... Or San, I think I've looked at their rare metrics, raw metrics, and they're not too bad. They probably should be higher in the table, actually. Um, I think Schied only just survived on the playoff in this league last year. I think they'll go down this time. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be in the bottom two. Um, both defenses are terrible. Um, expected goals against for, for Schied is, is, is horrific, nearly two per game, I think. Uh, they've conceded 32 goals in 14 matches. Um, the goal line here, the, the bet, by the way, I'm not even told the bet yet. It's over 3.25 goals at minus 122. And this is where I will be a little bit cautious because uh, I don't like taking over three and a half goal lines, really. Um, yeah, agreed. I agree. I like something of an insurance if there's exactly three. Um, so we'll lose only just half um, half of the U, of the state if it's exactly three goals. But I think both teams will score. I think at worst it'll be 2-1 either way. Inevitably, in a match which both teams need to win, it will probably end in like a two-all draw or even a three-all mm. draw, which is what Assam actually had a match last week where they involved in a three-all. So the typical Obos league, and every single match in this league went over two and a half last week, by the way. Um, if you're on the accumulator then you were in business. Um, it's the time of year where the goals really do flow in Norway. Nice weather, pitches in the best possible condition. Um, so it's 
literally a case of making hay whilst the sun shines. And um, I think the, the quality will probably be poor, but the goals will flow. Or Sané against Sheed, over 3.25 goals, minus 122. Yeah, the almost league is a league I kind of have a love-hate relationship, uh, Steve, to be honest, because I, I feel, and you may agree, you may have some insight, but the beginning of the season usually starts off a little bit slow, picks up around these times, middle rounds, and then towards the end it gets a little bit, um, I feel, inconsistent from a goal production perspective. But as you stated, uh, I, I like when two bottom dwellers, right, teams that really have everything to play for um, and, and, you know, sitting in the bottom two, honestly nothing to lose you, you just got to come and, and and win the match right like one point one draw you don't want that you want all three points and um two sides that know they're both poor playing poor but asane will i think score two plus goals here um it's probably as you stated the two 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 draw looks likely here uh but no i I like the protection too steve at over 3.25 you know uh if there happens to be three um, we, we would get half half back, uh, half loss. But, uh, yeah, this is good-looking plays. I think uh, we're setting ourselves up here for, for some nice returns. I think we're, we're playing some some nice, sensible bets, but also attacking at the right time as well. So five picks for you there on the World Football Show, uh, brought to you um, by the Betting Weekly Extra Time team um, in association in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. As a reminder, do follow... Um, the socials at because we win the loads of content at the moment from Wimbledon, the tennis championships in particular, a uh, really big tennis tournament there in the UK. Um, mm-hmm. uh, check out the Instagram account as well for um, daily plays from that event. Um, and of course, yeah, uh, check out uh, perhaps I think we, we sometimes do a promo video as well, don't we? Each ahead of the, the weekend on the world football show, but it was always, it was a pleasure. Always. Yeah. Always is, Steve. Look forward to doing this with you, and and uh, good luck to everybody who listens and, and supports us. I know you and I certainly appreciate it. So, uh, wish everybody best of luck. Let's cash those tickets this week. Take care, everyone. See you around. Do remember to gamble responsibly, and we'll be back next week. Goodbye. Take care.